Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. I hope you've had a great holiday season. It's coming to a close. I can't believe it's almost New Year's. It's crazy. I'll probably just be sitting alone in my apartment, but you know what? It's okay. I made it to the end of the year and so did you. So that is an accomplishment. Um, so for this episode, I got to speak with my mentor, my teacher, my friend, uh, Neil Schwartz. It is a really great episode. He is a goofball. He also is so inspiring and just has a lot of great stuff to say. We talk about, you know, his dance journey. We talk about, um, you know, being yourself. We talk about the 80s and his favorite 80s movies and music and there's just so much in here. Plus, he's just hilarious. Um, as you know, I cut out the audio from most of our crafting, but we made some Star of David ornaments because we both celebrate Hanukkah. Um, so that was really fun. Obviously, Hanukkah's over now, so I totally get it. If you don't make uh, this craft this week, it makes sense because it's a little out of date. So maybe you can make it next year um, for the holiday season. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hello everyone! Welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Uh, today is the 17th episode, which is really crazy, um, and it is one of my favorite people. Uh, today I am talking to my friend, teacher, mentor, the amazing Neil Schwartz. Um, I'm gonna give him an applause even though, because he deserves all the applause. Um, he is not only an amazing dancer, choreographer, teacher, mentor, inspiration to the New York dance community, he is just such a wonderful human on the inside and I'm just really excited for you guys to hear his story and get to, you know, listen to everything that he is up to and has done and you're gonna be super inspired by him. So as always, I like to share a video. It was really hard to pick a video because his Instagram is amazing and his choreography is just oh, beautiful. Um, but I picked one of the most recent videos that he's posted where he's dancing alone because he doesn't post a lot alone and he deserves all the spotlight all the time. So, yay! Okay, now I'm so excited to bring on Neo! Oh no, you're muted! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Welcome! That was a really nice intro. Thank you, Haley. Oh, I could have gushed forever. So, thank you for being yeah, here. <laughs> I set up all of my stuff. Oh, so perfect! I set up all my equipment. 
Okay, so I didn't really even tell you what we're making, did I? I just dropped off a bag of strange items outside your door. (laughs) I know that if it involves popsicle sticks, I am 100% on board. And Hanukkah gal. Yes, that's a little a little hint. So we both celebrate Hanukkah. So this week Hanukkah starts. So I thought it would be fun. I've been doing. I celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah. So I'm kind of lucky. I get a lot of holidays this month, um, and I've been doing a lot of decorating. But a lot of my decorations are always more Christmas themed because that's just like what's you know more popular in this every in everywhere so i thought that we could make a little hanukkah uh ornament slash wall hanging you can do whatever you want i gave you enough to do two um but i don't know if we'll get to that so you probably have actually made one of these when you were younger but we're basically gonna make a star of david so that's why you have nice. six popsicle oh. stars. <laughs> or pop, not popsicle stars, popsicle sticks to make the star. So I have, oh, yeah. So we'll probably need to let the glue dry. I So, okay, supplies that I have here, six popsicle sticks. I have okay. some string. That's gonna be what we oh. add at the end. We have some mm-hmm. paint. To make it all jazzy. Ooh. I gave you some gold, I think. And there should be you a paintbrush in there. <laughs> and then glue. I gave you Elmer's glue, which I'm not 100% sure how that'll work. I, you can kind of see in the corner, it's plugged into the wall. I have a hot glue gun, so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like an overachiever. But the Elmer's glue okay, should be fine. I have this. <laughs> It should work. It should work, I think. This is what I have. I got this. <laughs> um, so. And then I got the paint. Yep, that's good. Wait, am I going to need, maybe I should get a plate, right? Yeah, for, that would probably help to keep things neat. Okay, I'm going to get a, a plate really quick. Okay, perfect. And talking to me. Yes. Keep talking. <laughs> Forever. I'll, I'll never stop. Okay, I'm going to glue so basically you want to make two triangles i'm gonna do that while you get your plate we're gonna glue our popsicle sticks into two triangles then we're gonna glue those popsicle stick triangles together to make a star a star of david yes my favorite thing Haley gugu is when someone is like explaining like okay now i put a little bit of glue on each side of the ends and then i put the popsicle stick over while we work on this i'd love to hear just a little bit about like your life story like where where are you from how did you start dancing like what is the story of neil well, the year was 1846, and my mother said, I need another child, and one preferably that can dance. Um, imagine, though. Um, well, Dee Dee always jokes that I'm really old, so... Um, You're not that I, old. Thank you, baby. Listen, I'm 36, but I'm flipping cute for a 36 year old so you are you know 
so there. So there. Um, <laughs> no, so I was born in the 80s, hence my name 80s, baby. Um, no, I was born in um, New York, born and raised in New York. Hello. And I started, uh, I'm the only dancer in my family. Um, but I have a cousin, I'm telling you, Haley, I have a cousin who is, if he pursued dance, really, it, it would be a wrap. Yeah. He, I wish he could do it, but he did not want to pursue that. But if he did watch out, I'm gluing my second part together right now. Amazing. I hope I put enough glue on it, though. I think okay. I think whatever you did is probably good enough. You know. I hope so. I hope. Yeah, it is interesting um, though how there's so many there's so many really talented people who actually just don't choose to go into dance professionally, and like, that's cool. That's okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, I get it. It's a tough career for sure um, to get into. It's a great career. And you can definitely make it uh, a living for sure. But it's hard to be a dancer. That is for darn sure. For darn sure. Um, <laughs> but I, I grew up dancing. Um, I, I think I was seven when I went into um, like a mommy and me hip hop class. It was me and my mom. And she took me to one. And... Um, and that was fun. I don't even remember it, though, fully. But it was that studio that I ended up going to, and I was like a competition dancer for a long time. Um, and then through that, I ended up stop. I stopped dancing around the age of 13. I mean, it was always dancing, but I didn't do it. I didn't want to pursue it anymore because I wasn't comfortable with my sexuality. Hmm. at that time um and um i thought that i should be playing like sports and um you know doing other things and stuff like that and so i tried i did football <laughs> um i did baseball um so yeah so it was me just trying to find myself and then it wasn't, so I, I didn't do it all throughout high school. And then when I was in college, um, I had uh, a bad incident when I was 20, ooh, 20. I wasn't even 21 yet. I was 20. And um, I was on a road trip with uh, fraternity friends at the time. And I developed a blood clot in my right leg. Um, that transferred into my lungs and uh, developed a pulmonary embolism. Um, and these little particles all centered around my heart. Um, and I think, I mean, there was, there was talks at one point, like, will I lose my leg? Is the, um, is the, um, blood flowing properly throughout the leg so it was kind of like a touch and go kind of thing i mean i had to call my 
whole family down to, I was at the University of Virginia visiting a friend, um, Anna, who I call her my guardian angel because she stayed with me the whole time. Um, and my parents had to come. It was a huge mess. Um, it was really, really bad. And thank God, I was lucky that the veins reformed in my leg over time and the clot actually uh, dissolved into my bloodstream and I was fine. And then all the, um, pulmon the pulmonary embolism, the little clots that were in my lungs, they all filtered through and they missed my heart by like this much. So That's I was amazing. pretty lucky, let's say that. But it was because of that that I said to my, cause I didn't know what I wanted to do in college. I kept, I said, Oh, I want to, I want to be a psychologist. Cause I was uh, around my major and I was like, that's what I want to do. And then I was like, I was very into, you know, um, LGBTQ, I, um, like families, you know? Uh, so I was interested in the dynamic of the family and that's what I did research on. And, uh, that was part of my major. And I ended up, just being miserable. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I knew that everything that I was doing was not making me happy. And the only thing that was making me happy was, was dance. So after all of that, I decided I found this internship at uh, Broadway Dance Center. But at the time, it was called the, uh, the intern program. But now yeah. it's called the OSM program. Yeah. And so I applied and that was in, oh my gosh, that was in September of 2008. Which no way. Which doesn't so long ago, but it is. I know. It doesn't, it's, I, I was still in high school. That's wild. Usually when oh people say, <laughs> it's a, it doesn't feel like we're that far apart in age now, but when people say like dates like back like that, it's really wild how... <laughs> Age is, yeah, is crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's like it's really crazy. So many years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's oh my gosh. Like and you think about it and even if you say something like, Oh, oh, this was from two thousand thirteen or fourteen and it doesn't seem so long ago, but the reality is, is that it is long ago. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about. I can't believe that it's been so long since um since I've been figuring out what I wanted to do and how I went about it and how I started my training and all this other yeah. stuff. And it was, it was after that moment of me being in the city after saving my money and, and, um, just, you know, being here that I said, you know, this is what I want to pursue. And I never looked back ever since. Did you ever used to come? Cause you grew up in long Island, right? Is that true? Correct. Did you ever come into the city and take class at BDC when you were younger? Or was that kind of not? I feel like that's more of like a thing that happens nowadays. Like I can't imagine doing that, but maybe if you had access to it, that would I would have been terrified I too. Did my parents would bring me in on a Sunday? Oh my god! And I was, there was a picture of me. I was in a full suit. Yeah, um, and I used to take. Um, I think I was twelve. And I used to take Bev Brown and Chio. Oh, my gosh. And they're, they're the two that started me with this whole journey. Wow. Um, and it was actually, I didn't know about Broadway, you know. Um, a family friend of ours had uh, told my father um, that if 
if Neil wants to dance, you should bring him into the city to go to Broadway Dance Center. So it was because of my father's friend that I was able to um, to find Broadway. And then wow. I used to go on Sundays, um, which was awesome. And uh, that's what kind of started everything for me personally. But um, it was it was that moment when I was 21 that really sparked everything for me. Yeah. And so how long... Once you did what is now ProSem, the internship, how long until you, like, eventually start? Like, how did you transition into, like, ending up teaching at BDC? And, like, what was that early New York City journey like for you? Whew, that was, I mean, I, I was asked to start teaching right after my internship. I had expressed wow. to my mentors my interest that I would like to be a teacher, I would like to be an educator, and I want to, um, I really love the, um, the visual side of it. Like, I love seeing my choreography come to life, but on top of that, I really wanted to teach. So I wanted to help, and I wanted to be the, the best educator that I could possibly be. Um, so... That was a struggle. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. You know what I mean? But it was through that struggle in that you need more experience, you need to do this, you need to do that, that really got me to be the, the best educator that I could possibly be so that my students who pay 20-something dollars to come and take a class are getting 100%, not about, not 75%, not 50%. You're getting a full 100% and knowing that you're getting your money's worth, which means that I have to know what I'm doing. Yeah. I so. think that you're, I mean, you're such a great teacher. And I think that it's so clear that you really value the education of class and not just, you know, everyone knows those classes that are just like, you go, you learn some steps. And like, a lot of people can be teachers who maybe don't have the knowledge of being an educator and so right. i think that that's that's something that people have to really like think about when they are paying those 22 dollars or whatever it's going to be I, when we get back <laughs> but you know it's yeah. it's something that i think you really do a great job of emphasizing in your class and i always really value that well, I'm proud of you. Look at what you're doing, baby. This I'm isn't so about me. This isn't about me. <laughs> Listen, essential Haley, essentially Haley. Look, I'm, look, look. Is your star dry? My well, the popsicle sticks are dry. Now I'm gonna oh, put them together. Perfect. Mine is a little wonky looking, but it's okay. It's a 2020 star. Hey, listen. That this year, you know. Let the let the star look at how it's gonna look. That's fine. <laughs> um. So, in your time in New York, what has been like your favorite dance opportunity or like performance? It doesn't have to be paid. Just like your favorite dance moment that you've had outside of teaching. Oh gosh, that mm, I know that's I a really hard pay. question. <laughs> No, I, I know it off the back of my hand right now. So my favorite dance moment, hands down, <clears throat> was the to, to be able to work for my dream artist and um, 
something that I had put into existence for over three years and doing research because at that time I did not have my agent. Um, I wasn't um, with Lucille yet. So I, you know, I had to really use my networking skills to to do it, you know, and that was it, that was such a beautiful year because that's when, you know, I had been working so hard to get an agent and I um, I was turned away so many times and I understand at that time there wasn't <clears throat> there wasn't really a, a place to really market me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I understand. But, you know, that was the year that I um, met with Lucille and and she took me under her wing and I'm, you know, doing incredible things because I'm you know, with her and I wouldn't be where I am without uh, where I am today without her guidance. So it happens at all at the right moment when it's supposed to happen. So I'm very lucky to, you know, be with LDC. And but it was that year was just such an amazing, amazing year. But I got to work with Aster, who is my dream artist. And I put that out there in the atmosphere and I did all my research and I went to their shows and I did so many things. And then, boom, I choreographed their tour. And um, Jared Jenkins, um, my uh, my twin, uh, <laughs> whom I love so much, uh, we choreographed their music video. And it was just like everything just kind of it show. It really shows the amount of hard work that you put in the universe will respond and it will happen so it happened for me and i was so happy yeah and that's always been something that's so inspiring as someone who you know isn't isn't fully where they want to be yet or you know just coming to new york and knowing and seeing you go through that journey even as like you're not 19 and you're not like fresh out of high school getting this right away and everything is falling into the pieces because that does happen for a lot of people but it doesn't happen for everyone and so you know it's really easy to get down on yourself like there'll be times where I'm like I don't have an agent oh my god like I'm not gonna be able to do what I want to do and so it's it's always been really inspiring to see all the stuff that you did without an agent and then to also see you know what like Luam says like what's meant for you is yours like no one can take what is already yours I'm not saying the right quote from rock the industry but you know it's it's so it's so great when you can see your teachers and your mentors go through that and like Absolutely. you know we give you hope give you hope that's what we need more of in 2020 is in hope in in all <laughs> aspects of the world so that yeah, was such an exciting cool. thing to see <clears throat> as a student of yours to see you go through that oh, journey so it's true what you you know manifestation is just you gotta Absolutely. you gotta put it out there what you want to happen i agree 125 percent. if you want it, it wait what's the thing from field of dreams if you build it they will come oh yeah we'll okay. we'll have to get into your your love of movies and stuff later um when we talk oh, about oh, passions oh. outside of dance because movies yeah. and tvs like no TVs, not the actual TVs. I mean, I'm sure you know a lot about actual TVs, but <laughs> you know so much about all entertainment, and it's amazing. But 
Before we do that, movies. I I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Movies and the eighties. You are the master. I'm not the master, but I'm trying to be. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is a perfect transition. First, let me see how your how's your star going. I got a little crazy and I painted mine already, so don't be intimidated. (gasps) Yay, Mazel Tov! It looks beautiful. Oh, oh, well, I gotta paint mine now with my Martha Stewart. Yeah, it is. It's Martha Stewart brand paint. Highly recommend. (laughs) Oh, Martha. (laughs) What a silly lady. (laughs) Okay, well, this is the perfect time. We're gonna do our first game. Ooh, I'm ready. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Okay, this is Would You Rather. Are you ready for your first Would You Rather? I am, and I'm painting at the same time. <gasps> You're so talented. I Well, I'm usually not the best multitasker, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try right now. I'm going to try. I believe I'm in you. Ready. Okay. Would you rather spend the rest of your life trapped inside a yellow balloon or have to spend every other month walking around naked in public? Not every month, just every other month. <laughs> um... Well, I don't want to blind anyone, so I'll take the balloon. (laughs) The reason why I have no problem being naked outside at all. I'm proud of myself. I think I, I I think I'm sexy. So, um, but I would pick the balloon because I would love to fly one day. So. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, who? That's something. I mean, anyone can say, "Oh, I was naked in the middle of the street." Who can say that they were in a yellow balloon? True. You would be very unique. That would be something that, you know, would set you apart at auditions, too. You know I would like to be, you know I like being unique. So, (laughs) I'm going to take the balloon. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, next question. Would you rather pick one day and repeat it every day for the rest of your life or have no TV or internet? Oh, um... And that means no streaming services either. If you want my honest opinion, I would pick the no TV and, um... I love movies, I love all of that. I know I would suffer for a little bit, but I think ultimately, mentally, it would be better for me. So that's what I would pick. Nice. Okay, last one. Would you rather have to use lemon juice eye drops every evening before bed? Or have your knees internally glued together, eternally? Your knees are glued together forever. Or you have to put lemon juice in your eyes every night. Lemon juice in my eyes because I put it in my water. (laughs) It tastes delicious. And I would sacrifice a little bit of pain. Because I like the smell of lemon. Yeah. No, if my knees were together, I... mm, mm. That means no deep lunges. You know that Wait, move? Wait, does that mean that no burpees? Well, I think you could probably still do burpees if your legs are stuck together. Oh, man. It would All be right, harder. I'm picking the lemons. Yeah. I don't like doing burpees. Oh, gosh. Burpees and I don't Me get neither. along at all. Me either. Amazing. Well, that transitions yeah. us into our next little topic, your passion. Painting, by oh, the way. Okay, that's okay. Don't worry. I believe in your multitasking abilities. Thank you. (laughs) So, 
we kind of hinted at it a little bit, but your passions outside of dance, go for it. Tell me all of them because I know you have a lot. (laughs) My passions outside of dance, well, where do I begin? Um, I like playing water polo. (laughs) Really? Is that a real one? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Guys, I'm starting my OnlyFans account. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I... I really like to cook, believe it or not. I'm I'm trying to learn a little bit more uh, because I'm trying to be, I'm on my weight loss journey right now. Um, so I'm trying to find some really good recipes as far as like vegan mac and cheese. And you know, the person who's like my biggest inspiration with all of this um, is my niece because my niece is incredible at cooking and she's vegan. Oh, wow. And, yeah, she's vegan now. And she is, I mean, the stuff that she comes up with, and she's just incredible. So she's been my biggest inspiration with my weight loss journey. Um, And I'll probably go vegan soon because of her, because that's the way I've been eating anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I I feel so much better, and I feel more in control of my portions and, um, I mean, it's not, I'm not perfect. I have to work on my pizza habit because <laughs> I still have a pizza habit that needs to get under control. It's not bad, though. But I mean, you live around um, so many great pizza places and Hell's Kitchen and just food places in general. So that's like, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard also when you live in the city and, you know, you got Uber Eats and, and DoorDash and, you know, and WrestleMania, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you have all of this stuff and it's right at your fingertips and you can just be like, I just saw that there's an app called Caviar and I love Caviar. It's an app all about caviar? No, I think it's one of those like like the Grubhub type deal. Oh, but I thought it I only delivers on caviar. <laughs> well, then we would, oh, I love caviar. But I can't eat it. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Um, So I would say that. And, you know, I've been uh, very fortunate. um, And I feel very lucky to be able to. I've been doing um, uh, not just dancing, but acting and dancing at the same time. So I've booked a couple uh, commercials as as a lead or a principal role. being able to do both and um it's really um inspired and you know intrigued me as to things that maybe i can get that i can do more of down the road um so just learning i like to learn new things about myself and what makes me happy and what inspires me and um you know i always said to myself because when i was uh when i was first coming up i hate to say it I was always told that I was too big to be a dancer. So um, maybe I should think about something else. And that's, believe it or not, I, I said to myself, well, I, it just so happens that I loved choreography, you know? Um, but I was always behind the scenes. And then people would scream at me, my mentors and stuff, and they would be like, why aren't you in front? You mm-hmm. should be in front more. And, you know, I didn't know that I... I would be able to book commercials and do this, that, and the other um, because I was, I, you know, I was told differently when I first started. So um, it's that's why I always say I'm very thankful for, you know, Lucille and LDC 
because she pushed me that way. She pushed me to believe in myself in a different way. And, and that's now the road that I, the path that I would like to go down. So, so cool. And then with acting, I mean, your painting looks amazing. Paint. (laughs) Oh yeah, no. But, um, with acting, I mean, I'm sure your love of movies and all of that, it just must, that must be inspiring. Like, how did you start to be so, have you always been so into movies and everything? Like, you know so many references so many like i feel like you've literally seen every movie ever like if a movie comes out which hopefully we can go to the movie theater soon i miss that so much but i've been going how where are there movie theaters open right now some yes and i'm a very big supporter of the arts and when it comes to movies so i personally i think it's great we have streaming services and all that but i want to support our movie theaters yeah. So every chance that I've been getting to go, I feel very let's let's keep this on the record here. I feel very safe in the movies. Um, they have a great system set up. Um, I uh, everyone that I've been when I've been to the movies, they follow the rules. Um, and so I feel very safe when I've been going to the movies. So now um, there's a movie theater on the outskirts of uh, Manhattan. And I think Showplace 14, which is like 10 minutes outside, you take a bus and either you can take a bus and watch a movie. It's $17, oh my whereas, God. which is cheaper than going to Times Square. Literally. Uh, yeah. You spend about $30 when you're in Times Square when you see a movie. So seriously. Um, so it's it's amazing. And I'm I'm very, you know, I have my movie buddies and I feel very thankful that I'm able to uh, go and I, I, I encourage people when they feel more comfortable and when things are better to support the theaters because yeah. the theater experience is a beautiful experience so of course to yeah of yeah. course that's so I need to look up this movie theater I haven't been to the movies in it's great oh and my gosh I don't remember the last time I went okay what are your so we have a request from the chats they said, Kate says, I need an 80s movie list from you. So if you could pick, like, your top five 80s movies, what would they be? I know that's hard. Well, I'm a big John Hughes fan, but, but that's pretty typical, I want to say. So I want to say my top five would be 16 Candles. Um, pretty in Pink is Cool is not my favorite, though. Um, 16 Candles, for sure. Um, I would say, hold on, 16 Candles, the original Batman from 1989. Um, I would say just one of the guys, which is really awesome. That's a great movie. Great, great movie. Just one of the guys. Uh, let's see. Mm, uh, let me see. Um, <clears throat> I have two more, right? Yep. I'm sorry. I'm so picky. That's why. No, I know. You're you're the expert. I mean, you've seen every okay. movie, so it's hard to choose probably. Um, Fright Night. That uh, Fright Night's one of my favorite horror movies from 1986, I think. Is it 85 or 86? I think it's 86. Um, so Fright Night, just one of the guys, 16 Candles, the original 1989 Batman, and then I need one more that I'm like in love with. Mm. Oh, some kind of wonderful, 
Some Kind of Wonderful is such a good movie, and the music is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those are my five Katie Goo Goo Bears. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I have here some yeah. questions. Yeah. Some, let me see. Ah. Okay, so these are loosely uh, color-coordinated and I'm going to randomly pick one from each category. I feel like I'm doing a magic trick, but it's not really magic. Magic trick. <laughs> okay, I have the questions. Yes. Pick a color, and we will choose which one is first. Blue. What is the thing you got grounded the worst for? I got really, really angry at my parents. And I took both of my fists and I punched it through the wall. <laughs> and it just was, um, they had just uh, got it done literally a week prior. And I'm both my, I couldn't <laughs> control my anger and both of the fists went through the wall. Oh boy, that was a wrap. Oh my God. <laughs> How yeah. old were you? I was 16. Oh, wow. So you were like a full-grown person. So that was a oh, that, solid punch. That and um, uh, what did I do? I did something. Oh, I lied. I was playing a game with uh, my friend, and I was holding. Um, we were just spinning a rake around. I don't know why. I guess that, <laughs> that was a game that we were playing. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. We both were weird. Anyway, um, I was spinning a rake. And it was going around and around and around, and I let go of the rake. And all of a sudden, it just flew through the <laughs> back windshield, destroying the back windshield of my brother's car. Oh and my, my, mother, my brother was going to tear me apart, and my mother had to step in and calm my brother down, because he was literally going to, like, destroy me. I'll never oh forget gosh. that. And I... I ran to my friend's house and lived down the street from me, and I stayed there for a while. Oh, my God. Yeah. But oh I would goodness. play that, and then I got, I got in big trouble for that one. <laughs> oh, my God. And there was a time that I yelled at my grandma. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, that, that was the one. I mean, I literally, it went right through her, uh, his windshield. And, you know, my brother was like, oh, you know, I drive a Volvo. That's my thing, you know. Um, so it was a brown Volvo. And a Volvo is a great car. My mom um, has always had Volvos. Volvo is an amazing car. Um, but this was prior to Ford buying it. Um, a little insider, insider Volvo That's tip. right. If you guys need to know anything about Volvos, I got you. <laughs> A great car. Amazing. Okay, pick your next color. Um, pink. Oh, this one's kind of lame. Have you ever been out of the country? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes. But only once. No. <laughs> you say it the so answer, believably. <laughs> it was once. Just once. <laughs> no, you've been Should a lot of places. Color? Oh, yeah. I've and you've taught a lot of places, too, which is so cool. Yeah, I feel very fortunate. I've always wanted to travel and teach, and I've gotten to go to, I think, I think I'm think i like 15 or 16 countries that I've been to traveling and teaching. Wow. Um, and it's been, um, 
it was uh, incredible, and I, I'm, can't wait to get back to that. Maybe 2021, <laughs> or to, well, at oh. least 2022. That's for sure. We know for sure. Maybe. <laughs> I'm praying. I'm almost done, by the way. Ooh, exciting. Okay, pick another color. Um, purple. What embarrasses you the most in front of other people? It's hard to embarrass me because I always laugh at myself. So, okay, I have one. I think I would laugh at myself more if I fall down the stairs, if I trip down the stairs. But to trip up the stairs, <laughs> I would find pretty embarrassing. So when I was in college, there was um, this big... Um, it was in um, like one of the main parts of campus. And I just remember there were these giant, it was like huge staircase and they were very thin like together. So you would have to, I mean, you, you could go up them and down them fast, but you, but they just the way that they were, you had to look down and be very careful <laughs> while you trip. Well, I tripped up the stairs and oh, no. everyone was like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> But inside, I felt like, and my hair stood up on my arm. So I would say the only thing that I think could really embarrass me is if I, if someone sees me tripping up the stairs. Interesting. But other than that, I mean, I, I like to laugh at myself. So. All right, the last one of these questions: What do you collect that no one knows about? Let's see. I've I've been pretty open about my vinyls because I collect vinyls. Um, you have a I lot have of a candles. What's that? You have a lot of candles. I used to. You're over um, candles. You know what I do collect? I do collect, I used to collect DVDs, guys. I have over 300 and something DVDs, and they're all here in my apartment. In do you have a DVD player still? In my PS4. Ah. Uh, Which is great, because I spent so much money on all these DVDs, and I love them, and they work, so I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but that, but what I do is everywhere I travel... I get a little knickknack mm. and um, I put it on a shelf over here. I have a bookshelf and I put each one and it's in the order of where I travel to. So, Oh, I so love that. That's mm -hmm. so nice. Okay. And they and... each have a story. Ooh, that's the next episode. Knickknacks with Neil. That could be your podcast. Knickknacks with Neil. Knickknack. Oh <laughs> Okay, and the last question. <gasps> your star's looking gorgeous. I'm going to get my string ready. Yes, get your string ready. And the last official question. Well, actually, I lied to you. Before I ask that question, um, I wanted to, before I ask the last official question, which you know what it is, I, I gave you a heads up. I wanted to ask you if you had any advice for dancers out there because I trust your advice more than most people and so just any nugget that you think is relevant right now for people to hear dancers and non-dancers I'd love to hear your thoughts um so I think the thing that I struggled with for a long time the most is who am I I don't know where I fit in this industry I didn't know where I fully fit in and 
I felt like I was listening to my other friends talk about their dreams and I was kind of putting them into mine, but they weren't really my dreams. You know what I mean? Like I absolutely love Beyonce. I love Rihanna. I love like Miley Cyrus. I love, um, <clears throat> they're all incredibly talented artists. And I found myself saying like, oh, I want to dance for them or, oh, I want to choreograph for them or, oh, wouldn't it be cool to blah, 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 blah. And then I realized more and more that I love their music, but that wasn't my dream. So I was always trying to find my authentic self. And the thing that's great about that is that in the long run, you're happier. I've noticed that I am way happier doing what I love to do as opposed to what everyone else would like me to do, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. And I always say this, and it's the truth, going being authentically yourself is a little bit of a lonelier path because you're on that journey kind of by yourself a little bit. But in the long run, it is so much more satisfying and it feels so much better. So I would never force anyone to be like, I would never be like, you have to be like this. You have to be like that. But for me, I like I was looking at my choreography and I would throw it away. I'd be like, oh, I don't like it or like, eh, it's OK. Or it doesn't really inspire me. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't happy. And I don't I think that was also affecting myself as an educator. So I said, I got to make a change. If I have to take 10 steps backwards to take 20 steps forward, then that's what I'll do. And that's what I did. And that's why I branded myself as 80s baby. And I do a lot of different types of artists i've been able to um during this quarantine um i found a lot of incredible incredible artists on my own that are you know very 80s inspired um uh the their dark wave bands mm. so like with a lot of synthesizers and electronic music and it's very uh some of it's darker tones but there, there, it's just it's a very beautiful art form uh, in music, such as like, I mean, you go all the way back to the 80s, like Depeche Mode and um, what's the other group that I love? I mean, they're they're they, they're late 70s, early 80s, but um, uh, Joy Division and like uh, and then you get into New Order and you get into all these things. And these I, I found these incredible artists that just make me so happy when I listen to them, like. Uh, there's an artist called Panther Modern. There's an artist, uh, let's see, Panther Modern, um, Drab Majesty, Houses of Heaven. I'm trying to think of two more. Oh. Ah! <laughs> really quick. Hold on, because I, I got to plug them because I love them so much. <laughs> but uh, there's another uh, artist called Brother Tiger. They're absolutely Phenomenal, Future Unlimited, and uh, oh, Katie Wood. She's from London. She is phenomenal. And then, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But these are oh, and uh, SRSQ, just incredible, incredible artists that I feel very connected to, mm. um, and that made me feel um, what's it called? Uh, they just make me feel like it's okay to be myself and there it's it's um more towards the uh like gothic side and it's it's absolutely beautiful and i'm so um thankful that these artists have connected with me too 
and have reached out to me and we've, you know, I've formed relationships with them and um, it just makes me feel like I'm going on the right path and it makes me happier. So I know that when I'm going to teach and when you're watching me teach or you're watching me choreograph, you can see that it's coming straight from here. It's coming from my heart. It's it's passionate. So I don't have to fake and pretend to be someone that I'm not. You know what I mean? Uh, this is only and this is just for me talking about myself, you know, so like I just I finally feel it doesn't matter. It's it's wonderful to get to a point. I mean, look, no one's perfect and um, nobody uh, has it all together and um, um, everyone goes through their ups and downs. But for me to get to a point in my career where it doesn't matter what someone else thinks. I'm happy with myself, you know, that's a really, really awesome thing to say because it takes a long time to get to that journey and it takes a long time for someone to be like, you know, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of um, the way that I'm going down and it, it may not be what everyone else fully wants to see and that's okay. That's you know so I mean? good. Yeah, and I feel like you you probably already answered. I think I have an idea of what you're going to answer for the final question, um, and I think Ooh. you've probably said it, but what brings yes, out I'm your most sure. <laughs> What okay. brings out your most creative self? I have an idea, but I'll let you <laughs> go with that. I would say it's media. So like movies, I'm very inspired and heavily influenced by movies and music, my family, my clothes, specifically my wardrobe. I mean, I dress pretty bomb for a 36-year-old, so. I mean, I feel like every, I mean, I'm, not I'm not that it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that you, like, if branding feels like a an inauthentic way to say it, but I think that mm. something that I've always noticed with you is that you have such a strong, like, everything that you do is full of your own art like every aspect of your life you infuse your like true artistic self into it which i think is really inspiring like with your you, music and you're not just like dancing to to the popular song or the thing that everyone else is doing you do the work to find the stuff that actually truly speaks to you and you wear the clothes that truly speak to you and i think that if everyone started doing that the world as large not just the dance community which the dance community is its own little bubble of a world that definitely needs a little more originality and like safety in being yourself I think still but I think the whole world could learn so much from just the way that you go about your life so thank you well, for inspiring us <laughs> well thank you Haley and I gotta be honest I'm very very proud of you I for me to see you um create um you know this podcast and and um following your dreams and your goals as you know your teacher and your mentor um is is wonderful and i'm very excited for you i'm gonna cry thank you well <laughs> well if you have anything that you would like to plug i know i have your instagram down for the visual viewers but you can say it to our audio listeners and any other things that you'd like to promote well you know there's one thing i'm working on um and that's gonna be um i'm doing a virtual uh 80s baby beginner class um it's gonna be a workshop it's gonna be fun 
you have to be 21 and over because we drink at the end, you know what I mean? And, and listen to some fun 80s music. But I want to I wanna create um, like a, a beginner's uh, workshop that's uh, just a fun virtual listening to good 80s music and, and dancing at the same time. So to be continued, I want to make sure all the planning is right. Yeah, but remember, yeah. you have to be 21 and over. No exceptions, obviously. So <laughs> with a proper ID. You'll be checking on the Zoom. <laughs> There'll be a bouncer. I have a, I have a bouncer. <laughs> I am the bouncer. Once I was actually asked, believe it or not, when I first moved to New York, someone asked me, I auditioned, uh, well, not audition, but um, I wanted to be like a bar back. And um, they actually asked me to be a bouncer. But can you picture me as a bouncer? You'd be like, oh, you could come in. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> amazing yes. well thank you so so much for being here um for thank everyone yeah and for everyone who's watching make sure that you go check out neil's instagram 80s baby it's b period a period b period y there's no period yeah, at the end took, someone took the other one but this one is so much prettier this one's prettier looking, so it was meant to be. <laughs> um, and I, I recently just created an Instagram for dancers doing stuff finally, so that way everything is kind of wrapped up together. So we will be sharing our craft over there. If you make a craft that looks like this or is even better than our Star of David, definitely tag us. Um, and you can follow me at Essentially Haley for DIY stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, share it with your mom. You know, anything helps. Um, and yeah, have play all the pl videos while you sleep, you know. Ooh, yum. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here and have a great night. Bye. Bye! If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.